0: the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. 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 You're to get bored by baseball. Okay, one thing uh, the game needs is more people like you. 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 You still have grown men run around tight pants.
1: It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring.
0: Welcome to Baseball Isn't
1: Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Um, One thing I wanted to mention, I was in Japan two weeks ago, um, seeing some of the players and management groups, and uh, we went to see the player we're not going to talk about, but uh, uh, we traveled with uh, Nupar, and that was an incredible experience, seeing how uh, just beloved Nupar is by the Japanese people, and... Lars wanted to go to Japan and be able to have a chance to experience it as a person, not just as a player. And um, we did some. uh, He had many endorsement deals and other things that he had to do over there, but we also uh, took him so that he could experience some other things like Kyoto um, and some other areas of Tokyo and Osaka. I took him to the Daltonbury some of my favorite places. Um, We took him to some great restaurants, and he had the most amazing, wonderful time. And I know that he felt like he really got in touch with his Japanese side, which made Kumi very happy, very happy. And um, he was there for over two weeks. And uh, he went to Tokyo, Osaka, uh, Fukuoka. He went and met Senga for lunch. and when we went to the Buffaloes game, it was really amazing to see, also how his uh, former teammates from WBC reacted, and just other players who all wanted to see him and their families. Um, and it's really, uh, I'm really happy for Nupar that he, uh, you know, put himself out there and played on WBC and had that great experience because it's going to change the rest of his life which he now knows, so um, and then uh, with Seiya, uh, Seiya's doing great, Seiya and Irie are back in Tokyo um, with uh, their son Hiroto and Seiya's training, Uh, I'm sure you saw he was in Hiroshima for the playoffs and he's feeling great and really looking forward to coming back and having a normal spring training. Hopefully, for the first time. Obviously, there's been some changes with the Cubs that uh, I'm going to hopefully have some information for him about uh, to help prepare him and uh, helping with uh, you know his staff and other changes in his life. And um, I've been talking quite a bit with Senga about other things that are happening with the Mets and you know Senga, as I'm sure many of you are aware, had one of the best seasons ever. Of any Japanese pitcher to come over and one of the changes that we've noticed in Senga is his willingness now to take more of a senpai role with younger Japanese players in NPB. and Senga was waiting as you all know for so very long to come over to MLB um, and he had to wait until international free agency which was a very long time but when he came over I think he really took advantage of his opportunity and just had an amazing season and the greatest challenge for him once he acclimated to living in New York, living in the U.S. and playing in Major League Baseball was in the second half of the season being on a team that was no longer competing to be in the playoffs and when he was with SoftBank um, that was a championship team nearly each and every year and he had to learn how to you know, play for himself and that was a difficult challenge which he overcame so we're obviously excited for the year he's going to have next year um, Yoshi Tsutsugo is really someone I'm extremely proud to, to know and to work with he is one of the toughest um, people and baseball players I've ever known And what he went through this year, um, leaving the Rangers, he had many opportunities to go back and play for several teams in Japan in the MPB and chose to stay, Um, went and played for the Staten Island Ferry Hawks in independent ball and just never gives up. He never gives up. He asked, what do I have to do in independent ball to get back to an affiliated team or the major leagues? And we said, you have to go there and you have to kill it. And he said, well, define kill it. He said, kill it is you have to go hit home runs, you have to drive in runs. And he went and he did it. And then the Giants gave him a great opportunity. He made it back to AAA. And it was very close, you know, for him to get called up. Um, I am very confident that he will be signed very soon uh, with a team to some type of non-roster deal and invited to Major League camp. And he's excited for the season. That he will not be returning to NDB. He will be playing here, for sure. Definitely. That's it. Any questions? Anything? I know you're all hoping to have... I have a for the Darvish. Yes. How is it he's... Oh, Darvish is doing great. Uh, he feels really good. He's going to reevaluate in a couple of weeks when he starts throwing and doing more advanced exercises, but as of now his elbow feels really good. So there's no problem no problem for the next season for the pitching? Oh, sorry. as of now no. As of now no. Um but I spoke to him about a week ago and that's that's the update that I have. Yep. So Yoshi is still in the United States? I mean Yoshi's back in Japan. Already yep. At the end of the season, in the very last game, Yoshi got hit by a pitch and broke his finger. So he had a fractured hand. Otherwise, he was going to stay and train here. But he went back to get treatment in Japan from his trusted trainers and doctors. So he already started
0: swinging back? I'm not sure if
1: he's hit yet, but he will be soon. He had a non-displaced fracture uh, that opened up his finger and there was a lot of blood it was disgusting what were some of the events that large did while well, he was over there and, and how would you describe the reaction to the people over there we were joking around that it was like traveling around with justin Bieber. <laughs> um at first they people didn't quite notice him or believe that it was really him and then when we would walk the streets in tokyo he wanted to stop everywhere and the food stands and all that, and then a lot of times it was older people, old ladies, older men, and they would stop and go, Nootbar? Nootbar? <laughs> and he was so gracious. People would come and want to take photos with him. We were at the Shinkansen, you know, in the subway, uh, in the hotels, and um, he did, uh, there was a PGA Tour event, there was, um, he did deals with Amazon. He has, So he has an eyeglass deal with um, is it Zoff, I think it's called. Yeah. And uh, we found the store in Shibuya, and they have his picture, life-size stand-ups of him in there. So we walked into the store, and we were just browsing in there, and he was there with uh, Nolan Arenado's brother. That's one of his good friends that works for us, and they were walking around browsing and the women who worked there in the store didn't even notice that it was him so i took a picture of lars of him next to his stand-up and then i think he ended up posting it on his instagram later and i'm sure the people who worked there were very shocked or embarrassed that the person that they see on the billboard every day was actually in there and um but he had every day booked two to three times a day he had uh, obligations for his endorsement deals. There was a documentary being made about him. Um, just tons of of things going on with him. Thank you. He has a protein bar. He has. Um, I mean, you guys probably know he has all kinds of stuff. TV commercials. Uh, his face is everywhere. I mean, when you go to Japan, on the stadium signage, Otani is everywhere. And now we're starting to see new bar. Uh, not nearly as much, but it, a lot. And we were riding on the subway, and there's New bar, you know, right <laughs> up there. So we were starting to take pictures of him where he was there. And then the Japanese people were starting to notice where he was. So the longer he was there, the more crowds of people would show up, and so. Well, is
0: that increasing the Cardinals' presence at all in Asia and
1: Japan? It it is. We saw many Cardinals hats, um, mostly. Team Samurai with Nupar on the back, but I think it's a great opportunity for the Cardinals to increase their presence there. I would imagine there's going to be a lot of people watching those games this year if they can find them. So So how do you look at this uh, uh, off-season market? Obviously, Otani's coming out as a free agent, so there's going to be a lot to talk about him. so how do you look at it overall? Good and the incredible demand for starting pitching by so many teams especially with the playoff expansion there is so much demand for starting pitching and there are many fine starting pitchers out there I think everybody's gonna do well everybody's gonna do well there's some great pitchers out there um, and every team needs starting pitching and starting pitching depth at every level do you think it's really- Quick market, like you know, some seasons are kind of slow until like the next year. Or like that. It's really hard to say. I think the teams would certainly like that, you know, and that's really up to each individual player to find the right fit to decide, you know, the speed of that and the agents as well. So I think it'll be busy early. Just speaking back for the questions like that question, uh so that. It's the reason that so many uh, starting pitchers opt out that they have options this year and they try to be in the free agency market? Is that I, I think that they uh, probably agree with my assessment is that there is so much demand that salaries are going to continue to increase because of competitive bidding from so many teams that were in the playoffs or narrowly missed the playoffs or believe that they can easily get in next year just by adding one or two quality starting pitchers and I think that starting pitchers are being valued and evaluated differently than they have before Um, especially if you look at the way some teams have used starting pitchers like the Giants for instance and the Rays and other teams Uh, you know starting pitchers are not being used in the traditional way that they were before where you just have a five man rotation and you need to make 28 to 32 starts to be considered a quality starting pitcher. It's just not looked at that way. Joel, uh, I apologize if you didn't this earlier, but uh, do you know when Yamamoto will be Uh, uh We're not talking about Yamamoto today. Is the protein bar called a new bar? <laughs> 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 I'll send you uh, a <laughs> I'll text you the commercial. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it's uh, Morinaga, correct? Yeah, yeah, Morinaga. It's great. I'll send you a box. i send you a box. You too, Derek. Okay? Thank, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Yep. thank you. Once he much. posts, if it's while we're here, we'll do this again. I appreciate okay. it. Thank you so much sure. for that. Sure. time. Sure. Thank you. Sorry, I missed that part of it. No, no, it's okay. Yeah.
0: I not
1: mean to be like a school teacher in class. Yeah. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the
0: players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm
1: seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.